So the big question is this. How can runners like you, who aren't professional athletes or paid sponsored runners, avoid injury and increase athletic performance to enjoy running race events for the rest of your life without wasting money on trends or using dangerous painkiller drugs? That is the question. And on hashtag Run Pain Free Podcast, your host, Jessica Marie Rose Leggio, gives you the answers. Hello, everybody. It is your girl, Coach Jessica, from the Run Pain Free Academy. Please go on over to runpainfreeacademy.com and get some information. Our nutrition plan, curriculum, our live streams are replayed there, constant interaction and questions, tons of motivation and support, masterclasses, myths and misconceptions, the list goes on. Go over there and get into the academy. And please follow us at Run Pain Free on Instagram, also at Run Pain Free underscore Instagram. We are global and we're here to help the runner keep running forever. So today we are talking about carbohydrates because there is so much misinformation about carbohydrates. And even as my Italian Sicilian self who was born and bred on tons of macaroni on a weekly basis, uh, I'm here to tell you that there is a ton of misinformation at the most basic level about them. And we are gonna bust that up today. So carbohydrates are fruits, vegetables, and starch. That's first. Off the gate, I am needing to make that very clear. People really think they can have an abundance of fruit and it's not gonna bother them. That is my problem with Weight Watchers because they have no limit on fruit and fruit is sugar. Specifically, when you have an over portion of the fruit, it's all turned into sugar. So the body will only ever take what it needs and then it either gets rid of what it doesn't need or it stores it, okay? So if you don't have a good processing system, you're gonna store it and you're gonna store it as sugar which becomes fat and that's what happens, okay? So I'm gonna get ahead of myself because let me tell you, I get very hype when we talk about these things. So carbohydrates are needed, people. You absolutely need carbohydrates. Stop thinking that Ho-Hos and Twinkies and Captain Crunch and rice are equal to sweet potatoes, string beans, and strawberries, because they're not. They're all sugar, but some are what we call simple and some are what we call complex. Okay, so simple sugars are that, exactly, they're simple. They're very easy to break down, they're in and out, like poof, they just go into smoke when they go into your body. They're not used for anything, it's a quick surge, a big old nothing, and then a big old crash to follow it. That's what simple sugar does to you. This is understood if you have a big old bowl of cereal in the morning that's not a nutrient dense one like a kashi, or a raisin bran even, but say you're having, like I said, Captain Crunch, one of my old time favorites from growing up, Fruit Loops, that's straight simple sugar. An English muffin is simple sugar, but it's actually better than a Fruit Loop. Every single thing has a level, guys. Every single thing has a level. And I could actually talk about this for probably like eight hours straight. I'm not gonna do that. So I'm gonna try to condense this as much as I possibly can. So, so when we have a Fruit Loop, it goes in and 
as soon as you start to eat, your insulin surges. The insulin surges because it's like, oh, we're eating. Um, the pancreas surges insulin so you can break down the sugar. Well, when it's simple, it burns through it in seconds. Think, okay, like seconds, super fast. And then you got all this extra insulin hanging out, being like, okay, what do I do now? I have nothing to do. I'm just hanging out here. I'm going to twiddle my thumbs. Hey, you, can you eat more sugar, please? Because I have an excess of insulin that I, I, I'm, I need to get used because, you know, I'm just sitting here. And so you want the same type of food idea category that you just ate. It's what your body is actually calling for. So you want quote more sugar. So that feeds the cycle of sugar because it's simple. Okay. So now the problem is when you eat more, more insulin is generated. So the insulin that was sitting there floating around doesn't get used up because more insulin comes and around, around, around we go. I talked about this briefly on another podcast with ATP. Go listen to that if you haven't or listen to it. If you, you know, just listen to it. And anyways, so then this whole cycle of crash, high crash, high crash happens all day long. And when this happens excessively, your body gets real tired of it. Okay. And when you start to have a problem processing sugar, and when you have a problem processing sugar, your blood sugar gets really annoyed. And then you have a spike in blood sugar, drop in blood sugar, spike in blood sugar, drop in blood sugar, and your kidneys get real tired of that. And so everything starts to kind of slow down. And eventually you kind of stop processing sugar. And that's when you're borderlining type two diabetes. Now, I will, maybe one day I'll do the difference between a type one diabetic and a type two diabetic because they are totally different, totally different. A type two diabetic, you have complete control of fixing. You can literally fix this with, the, with eating and exercise. If you don't, you're gonna be put on pills. If you don't do it with the pills, you're gonna need insulin, period. You're gonna continue to grow, but you absolutely have control over it. This is happening because the way you're eating and what you're eating, and most importantly, the times you are choosing to eat are not cohesive and your body can't process all of this simple sugar and it's of abundance and you're bloating and you're holding it and you're holding it and you're holding it and it's just too much for your system to handle. This does not happen when you have a sweet potato. When you have a sweet potato, this doesn't happen because the sweet potato is nutrient dense. It is a complex starch. It is a complex sugar. So is brown rice, not the same as white rice, although white rice is better than a fruit loop. You see what I'm saying? So when you have complex vegetables, complex sugar, fruits, complex sugar. Now, citrus fruit, is the highest content of sugar of all fruits. So it's not simple, but it's very fast, even though it's complex. So those types of fruits, citrus fruits, oranges, pineapples, grapes, you want those early in the morning, early in the morning, so you actually use that sugar and you burn it off quick and there's nothing to store. And so, See how there's levels to all types of complex and simple. Everything has like a level with it. 
Here's the reason why everybody gets confused is because there's so many carbohydrates and if people really get misled on what is or isn't a carb and overindulge on what they think isn't and it actually is and that creates a problem. So that's the baseline difference between simple carb and a complex carb, okay? So you actually need carbohydrates, period. Which ones you choose to have is a totally different story. If you want to have food that works for you, you need complex carbohydrates, period. All food has a job. Food is energy. However much energy is going to come from how nutrient dense the food is. And with carbohydrates, this is important that you really understand this because you're not gonna get much energy from Captain Crunch or Frosted Flakes. Tony the Tiger is not gonna happen. It's not gonna come through you throughout the day. It's not gonna happen. And about an hour after you have those Frosted Flakes, you're gonna be tired, lethargic, looking for another cup of coffee. That's just how that's gonna happen, okay? So that's, diff- that, that's what you have to look at when you're looking at it like that. However, if you had um, a sweet potato for breakfast or eggs and a half of an English muffin, and a half of an apple, totally different. The apple is a very dense, very slow releasing fruit. So your body works really hard to digest an apple. For instance, I have digestive issues. I have intestinal dysfunction. I've had it since I'm three years old, which is why I've been doing nutrition since I'm wee little, little girl, 11, 12 years old. So I actually can't digest apples. It's just too hard for me to digest them. They're extremely dense and extremely hard. So this is a very good, very good fruit, very good complex carbohydrate to use for slow sustained energy. Great to use for a pre-run because it's slow released. So I always have my runners have a half an apple or a full apple depending on the length of the run pre-run because it's a great slow release, constant slow release carbohydrate for energy, energy. So that's how you want to start looking at the carbohydrates. If you choose to have a Twix, you chose to have a Twix. That's your choice. And you need to look at the Twix like, I don't really, I'm not looking at you for do, to do anything for me, but give me a moment of satisfaction on my lips and in my mouth, and that's it. That's what, that's what I want from you, Twix. And then that's fine. Have at it. Enjoy your Twix. Dunk it if you want to. But you have to eat it knowing that that's not doing anything for you. And you chose to do that. That's what was your choice for that meal, was to have a meal of something that's going to do nothing for you. That's your choice. It's totally fine you choose to do that. I like donuts. I choose to have a donut, okay? But I'm choosing to have a donut knowing it's not doing anything for me, but, but satisfying my need for that donut that, or my want for that donut. Let me rephrase that. So want, not a need, okay? So, but you have to, when you start looking at it that way, you'll then look at your other food like, no, I need that burger and that sweet potato as my night before my marathon meal, night before my half marathon meal, because I know that that iron in that meat is going to deliver my oxygen transport to my muscles so I have oxygen. And the sweet potato is going to give me the carbohydrate that is then going to be formed into glycogen that's going to get stored into my liver and my muscle. And the two of those guys together are going to bust ass tomorrow on that course. That's why. Okay. Everything has a purpose. So when you start looking at things that way, you start 
approaching eating differently. Food's job is to work for you. If it's not working for you, it is working against you. And it is fine if you choose to have something that doesn't work for you. That's fine. Don't beat yourself up about it. You chose to do it. Deal with it. It's fine. Move on. Just make sure that when you're choosing on a regular basis, that you're choosing stuff that actually works for you. Here is why carbohydrates is so important. It's because it's what delivers glycogen to your muscles. What is used for energy and you all hear this, but when you, we talk about it in the deep sense of it, it's the actual root of how you get ATP, the energy source and transfer of energy throughout your cells in your body, which is in the ATP podcast. I'm not gonna go into it, but that's how it happens. So there's a much deeper reason why you really need carbohydrates. I do not know where you think you are running with no carbohydrates. I don't. You will be gassed and tanked at mile 14 for a full marathon, tanked tanked, okay? And you will be locked up with lactic acid with straight legs that can't move because your body was tapping into to other processes because it, it ran out of ATP on its own, ran out of the glycogen, has no more energy, which is carbohydrates, guys. Carbohydrates is your energy source. It is the energy fuel for your brain, not for nothing, period. So then anyway, when it bypasses all of those guys, it goes into lactic acid. And that's when the body is like, no, we gotta stop because after this goes to fat. And that's no good. We're not gonna let you use our fat storage for your gain on this marathon. Not gonna happen. I will shut this whole system down. And that's exactly what your body does. That's why you lock up. And then you're like, oh, I had lactic acid buildup, which is yes, true, you did. But there's a real reason why you had that. You didn't have enough glycogen in your, in your muscles because you didn't eat enough complex carbohydrates. Now, I just said, my last name ends in a vowel. I am Sicilian. I was raised on having macaroni every Wednesday and every Sunday. That's sauce days. Macaroni does not give you energy. The fact that so many runners still believe in having macaroni or spaghetti the night before their marathon and quote carb loading is ludicrous. Here's the thing. <sighs> carb loading is specifically specifically being done so you have an excess of glycogen in your muscles. What I just described, what I just explained about why you need carbohydrates and how the sweet potato glycogen is gonna go into your muscle and your liver and they sit there and they wait for when you need them. And as soon as your ATP runs out on its own, those guys are ready to go. That's what it's for. So the idea is, oh, let's have all these carbohydrates. We're gonna store all this stuff and we'll have it for tomorrow. Where here's the thing, if you're a runner, who's running for a marathon, you've been running hmm, 20, 30 miles a week minimum, because I know most, a lot of you will run way too much, six, seven days a week. So I'll give you 20, 30 miles a week minimum. The fact that you're some, when you are someone who runs 20 to 30 miles a week minimum, you burn through simple carbohydrates so quick you can't even blink. And macaroni is simple carbohydrates. It is not a dense starch, it's not. And God help you if you don't make it right and you make it and it, you overcook it and now it's mush, that's even worse starch, that's even higher starch. If you cook it al dente, you're very, it's much better off because it's not so starchy, sidebar. But you all really believe that this is what's happening. 
Well, here's the sidebar. You're like, well, I have it with sauce. So you know, I have it with sauce. Whether you have a bolognese meat sauce or marinara sauce, most sauces are made with meat. What's meat? Iron. So most sauces are made, created with meat, and then sometimes you'll, you're having that meat on your spaghetti or your macaroni. And, and some places, I'll tell you the truth, some places make their one pot of sauce and have some part of that sauce stay with meat and they take some sauce out without the meat and they put that as a marinara sauce. And you, you don't know, but your, your sauce is infused with iron. Just saying, just saying. So there is a lot of things that go on if you order out, if you don't cook it yourself, all this stuff, okay? A lot of this stuff is happening. So iron is in there. So then you do, maybe you do have some energy, but it's from the iron. It's from the tomatoes. It's from that sauce. It's not from the macaroni. Go ahead and have that same level of spaghetti with butter, with butter and salt. And tell me how you feel. Bloated, tired, and hungry as hell. That's what you're going to be the next day. Because you're going to, bla you're going to blast through it all night. Because your body is on a million. When you're a runner, you're burning, 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 burning 24-7. You can't keep enough carbohydrates on, on you. And then if you're somebody who's like, oh, I'm not going to eat carbs. You're burning on fumes. Fumes. The minute you put carbs in your mouth, your body's like... It just takes everything and it's like, oh, take it, take it, keep it, keep it, keep it. And it stores it as fat because it's like they starve me of this and like I really want it. Or you actually can't process it well and you get bloated and you probably get a stomach ache. A lot of your stomach aches are from what you're eating the night before. This carb loading bit, a lot of you guys have the stomach issues the next day because you're carb loading on macaroni that you probably haven't eaten at that level for a long time and you all overeat the night before. Like, that doesn't make sense. Let me let you know again. You're not going to fuel your marathon the night before. If you haven't been on top of it for the past six months, sorry, didn't do it. Okay? By the way, stop it. Get, get, to get into training mode properly. The day you start your training mode for your marathon is the day you start eating for a marathon, okay? It's not the night before. So a lot of you guys run six months to get out there and do this amazing course and you eat all this macaroni the night before you, and you tank because you have no energy. You didn't give yourself the proper energy. Your muscles go bananas. You start to cramp up and you're tanked. Your stomach hurts. Maybe you got diarrhea. Maybe your butt. All this stuff happens. Because of carbs. Because of how you ate the carb. Now, if you had a burger and a sweet potato, that wouldn't have happened. Wouldn't have happened. And then, well, well Jess, what about, um, you know, I, I'll talk about protein another day. I won't get in that one. <laughs> but this is why you have to pay attention to what all these food groups do for the human body. And the body is an amazing machine, and it will do whatever you really want it to do, and it will cover up a whole bunch of stuff going on until it can't cover it up anymore. That's just, that's, that's the way the body works. It's just the way the body works. And having been in this, in this for over 25 years, having had my own personal health issues with it, having worked with hundreds of nutrition clients, and I've actually tested my own nutrition plan in a controlled setting of 200 participants of all walks of life, shapes and sizes, all athleticisms, all at once. And I've had 100 results, 100% results in all of my 
work as that in that nutrition plan. I've had vegans, I've had vegetarians, I've had raw eaters, I've had everything under the sun. And I see what happens to the body on an athletic exercise level or active level, I should just say, on an, on an active level in terms of what happens with the lack of certain food groups. Because when you test something in a controlled setting, you have full control over what they're eating at all times. And it's very easy to see who is and isn't doing what you asked and they get dismissed. So I have the results off of people who've actually literally done what was given to them, said to them on my plan. And I've had the experience to see what happens to the body under those circumstances where there's nothing else to blame but the food, whatever's in or whatever's not in. And it's exceptional when you see what the body actually is going through that you're not able to cover up. It's exceptional. So when you want to look at carbs like the worst thing in the world, it's literally the simple carbohydrates, which is all the white stuff, all the box stuff, all the processed stuff, anything that's quick, anything that's quick serve, anything that's done for you, that's processed, simple carbohydrates. If you want the only car, the only starches that really work for you are sweet potatoes, brown rice and quinoa in that order, in that order. And quinoa is the highest protein starch, highest protein starch. So it has a double effect on it. If you can handle it digestively, it's a great tool. You can also use um, quinoa as instead of oatmeal. Why did I say that? Because I don't have oatmeal on my nutrition plan. You heard it first. If you want to get bloated, get constipated, and store heavy amounts of sugar and therefore fat, have at your oatmeal. Have at it. Oatmeal needs immediate activity. Immediate activity to actually be used and dispersed. So it's, it's really getting used by the whole body, okay? People who get up and have oatmeal every day it is the starch content of it because of the, the consistency in and of itself is a problem. If you've ever let your oatmeal sit after you're done eating it and like you left a little bit in the bowl and you just let it sit there and you see how thick it gets and how it sticks to the bowl, that's exactly what it does to a, an average system. And I'm being nice by saying average because nobody drinks enough water. So if you're not up on your water game, which no one is, and you have this breakfast that you were just fasting all night, by the way, you're not hydrated yet, by the way, and you have oatmeal, guess what it's doing? Like sludge, literally. And they're like, oh, well, that's high fiber. No, that's not happening. That's not happening at all. That, that's an illusion also. Um, oatmeal is so constipating, it is not even funny. The pressure of it could push out some stuff, sure, could push out some stuff. If you happen to be hydrated and you drink well, that could totally, that could totally be the case. It is not common whatsoever. It is much more common that you actually don't go to the bathroom and you're constipated and bloated and super tired. Why? Because the, le the body sensory system senses how much 
is coming in and it surges insulin thinking that it needs that much. And it is so much of a surge of insulin to take down this uh, oatmeal that there is a huge crash right after it. That doesn't happen when you have protein. That doesn't happen when you have eggs. Doesn't happen when you have eggs with an English muffin even. Doesn't happen. There's so much work happening. So the best thing to do, and I say, the only people I'm okay with having an oatmeal is someone who is running that morning more than 10 miles. That's different. And even still, I would much rather you had a sweet potato, a baked sweet potato um, with some cinnamon and butter on it. I have a client who makes, who, who sautés up some, a cut up apple, a chopped up apple, a couple of pieces of a chopped up apple, and then bakes a sweet potato, puts it on top of it, and that's her, that's her long run breakfast. It's amazing. Very slow acting, um, very slow acting, crunchy, satisfies a whole bunch of sensories, a whole bunch. You know, that's, and it's from years of seeing what people's bodies respond to with and without oatmeal. Um, it's very bloating. This overnight oat business, it increases the starch. I'm going to be nice and say triple, but I know it's more than that. I, I know it's more than that. It increases the starch. You got to know food is chemistry, guys. So when you're, you know, macaroni raw is straight fiber, by the way. Cooked, it is starch. Cooked is starch. So things change when they are in certain environments and met with other things that changes things. Um, lentils are protein, right? Yeah, but if you stir them while they're cooking enough, they become starch. It's a very high starch meal, not so much protein. It gets outweighed because you create a thick consistency around it. Yeah. So there, there is a chemistry that happens when you're eating, how you're cooking it. I have, and that's not even to say what you're cooking it with, what oil, or whatever. Just, just the the enact, the acting of the food itself is chemistry. It changes, it changes it. So the overnight oats is like, oh my lord, it just puts so much strain on your digestive system. And the more your digestive system has to work to digest something, the more sluggish you get while that's happening. And the heavier and the more dense that food is, the worse you feel, okay? You may not notice this until a few hours later, but that's why you feel like that. That's why. Add to this somebody who doesn't drink 120 ounces of water a day, which is baseline for all human beings. Add to that, add to that. You're dehydrated and you're lethargic and now you have all your body is tired from doing all this stuff. That's why oatmeal is not on my plan. That's why. Um, so there is a lot of misconceptions when it comes to eating, specifically with carbohydrates. And that's why I wanted to do a whole podcast on it. You need carbohydrates. You just need to look at them as they are. And that is energy. Your carbohydrates are your energy. It is literal brain fuel. It is literally your energy source for any and all activity. You need it. You just have to look at the food and say, is this carb going to work for me or is it just something that I like and isn't gonna do anything for me? When you look at it that way, you will eat it differently. And by all means, have your Reese cup. By all means, have your donut. I like cookies too. I'm a big baker. 
but I know how to eat it, when to eat it, and what to do for what, because they're all very different things. So again, carbohydrates are fruit, vegetables, and starch. All the white stuff, all of the box stuff that's all processed, very simple, low, no, really, I, they're pretty much more empty calories, meaning there's no density to it, there's no nutritional really value to it, there's none, there, there's no use of it, it's in and out or in and burned, quick, fast, and then there's the complex, which actually take a long time to break down, take a long time to work through. Your body takes nutrients from it and it uses it in one place, uses it in another place, stores it here, stores it there, oh, and creates the glycogen stored in your muscles and your liver for you to run marathons. Thank your carbohydrates. Stop getting rid of them because they are there to help you do what you actually wanna do, and that is run and feel energized, guys. All right, so I hope that answers a lot of questions or clears up some things you may have had. Please comment below, reach out to us on Instagram, comment on Instagram, share this with your peers, share this with your network. This is always information that helps any and everybody. And I thank you for listening. Thanks, guys. You're listening to the Run Pain-Free Podcast, brought to you by the Run Pain-Free Academy, featuring biomechanics, athletic injury correction, and conditioning expert, Jessica Marie Rose Leggio. Thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed today's show. 